0: welcome to Dear Future Husband, Dear Future Wife. My name is Simone R. Johnson and I am your weekly host. Hello, March. Listen, this is International Women's Month. And all month, we are speaking with some dynamic women. And listen, everyone's got a story. And because it is International Women's Month, we want to inspire, encourage, and uplift you, our audience, with some of these amazing women and just the things that they've had to overcome. And just their stories that they can use to be of inspiration. So, today we are being joined by Deshane Washington. This woman right here is a powerhouse. But listen, I can tell you, but I'm let her introduce herself, just all the amazing things that she's doing. Um, welcome, Deshane, to Dear Future Husband and Wife Podcast.
1: Well, hello, Mr. Moon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's really,
0: really nice to be here. Oh, awesome, awesome. Well, listen, we are happy to have you. It is so great to be connected um, to you and just the, the, the transformation that you have done to my life since we have um, connected. So I just want to publicly honor you and just thank you for just your faithfulness towards the walk with God and just how God uses you. So I honor you for who you
1: are. To God be the glory. It's, it's an honor to be able to, to even this in passing just to be obedient to whatever it is that God is saying so to God be the Lord Amen, so
0: introduce yourself Miss Washington, now I call you Dr. DeShane so listen, for me <laughs> it's Dr. DeShane Washington but I'm just saying, introduce yourself Dr. DeShane to the Dear Future Husband Wife family
1: so I am Minister DeShane Washington I am a salon owner, makeup artist, minister of the gospel, purity preacher, uh, overcomer, survivor, all different things. Whatever it is that God is saying to do, that's what I try to walk in obedience in.
0: My God, that's a lot of hats, ma'am. That's a lot of hats. <laughs> Ooh, child. Well, listen, it is uh, <laughs> International Women's Month, so we want to use just, you know, as women, um we we have to deal with a lot of different things um in a world filled with a lot of amazing women doing their own things in their own realm you know how do you push through just owning your own balance confidence identifying what it is that you've been called to like how do you push through and not do that whole comparison of you know looking at other women thrive and function
1: well, for me, I would have to be honest and say that I haven't always walked in my own true identity. Um, neither would I say that I've never myself to others. But what I had to find out was that God made me who I am. And I have my own story, my own lane, my own things that I've overcome. And I think walking through life has really taught me to look in the mirror, look at self or what he's saying and doing at, at the moment in time, uh, specifically to, and not look to look it, at others. It's, it's good to, to, to see things that it. others are doing, but don't compare and waddle in what it is that they're doing and compare it to you. But what is it that God has called you to do? If you can look in the mirror with yourself, things may not have been easy, but what have you overcome? What is it that you've struggled in? What is it that you no longer struggle in? And you'll find sometimes the place that you had the most pain is where you'll find your purpose. And I think that's how I embarked upon mine looking in the mirror.
0: That's amazing. That is so amazing. And what is phenomenal about what you said was, and I it's funny because Michael Jackson has a song, Sam, starting with the man in the mirror. I'm yeah. asking him change his ways and it's funny that you talked about looking at the man in the mirror but for those who are unable because sometimes people are in need of an accountability partner Um, not everyone we know that Some people are leaders, natural leaders, but then there are some who kind of need an extra support. So what if you are not somebody who can look in the mirror? What if when you look in the mirror, the mirror is like, you know, you're not beautiful and you're not smart and you hear those voices stronger than you hear. Hey, girl, you got this. You know, what do you say to someone who that's what they're hearing back instead of, hey, girl, you got this. Their voice becomes lessened to the fact that they're strong, they're smart, they're courageous, and they're confident.
1: I feel like if we would tell the truth and you pass the mic around a room, I believe that the most that you would find would be honesty. And most of us have experienced the other voices being loud. is that we should be hearing because that was my experience. But I had to get to the place that as I looked in the mirror I got sick of what it is that was being told to me. I had to decide to silence the voice because who who truly for themselves is going to stand in the mirror and say, girl, you're not good enough. That's not self. That's another thing. You have to realize what you're looking at in the mirror is good enough. And when there isn't um, uh, enough power, enough presence perhaps, because we've all been in low places if we tell the truth, when it's not um, a place where you can really pull yourself together and say, hey girl, don't, I would say that you have to look around then. What are you surrounding yourself with? There has to be one person in your circle, one person that you've come across that can really see the value in you. And that's when we have to begin to look around to know what it is that we're actually around. Check your Mm
0: -hmm. circle. My God. You know, what the crazy thing is, there's a lot of people trying to break free from what is familiar. Um, And that's the thing. Sometimes it's hard to break away from what's familiar because guilt, guilt often... Um, um, traps a lot of people because they've been so used to or so connected to certain people or certain family that it's hard to just break free because they're like, you know, what are they going to say if I make this transition or I make this shift? So a lot of times people don't break free from the, 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 the familiarity because of the simple fact that they've been so connected to these people for such a long time.
1: That is very true. Um, And what we're saying can become a normal. I'm
0: losing you a bit. Our connection is
1: better.
0: I hope so. Let's try again. Uh Uh-oh. I can hear you, Dr. DeShane. Okay, are we better?
1: Yes. I can hear bits and pieces of you. Okay, we better. Okay, we're better. So I understand that when we have grown up in spaces and circles, um, the thing that we call normal the thing that we have adjusted and adapted to to be our normal we'll find sometimes it's not so normal Mm. and in that regard I believe that God will when it's time for change when it's time for God to begin to um, to try to get you to evolve I believe that he sends people your way yes sometimes when we don't have the ability to break free he'll allow somebody to walk in Mm. He'll allow someone to break in even. Um, Because one thing we do, I know, that God does not desire for us to suffer. He does not desire for us to stay the way that we are. So when he can't get us to see, he will send somebody who can. That's right. When he cannot get us out, he will send somebody to break into your world, to break you out. So I'm just a firm believer when you've been in a place for too long, God is gonna do what he needs to do on his end to get you what it is that you need as a rescue.
0: I agree. I absolutely agree. I'm totally in agreement. Um, You know, as we talk about women empowerment, we talk about coming together, we talk about bridging the gap. Um, You know, what are some of the things that we, as women, we can do better to kind of encourage women empowerment? support system collaboration they say women can't work together now i've seen that to be true and i've seen that to not be true um what can we really do to be better at just collaboration and not looking at somebody else like oh you know self 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 self-sabotage yourself what can we do better
1: i think that we can appreciate number one what it is that you possess sometimes what we what is our greatest help is right within us yes um if we can tap into that self-love self-power then you can in turn be in a room and know that you are enough mm, but never. know that the more than enough god has sent as well so we don't need to compare i just to, I, you're sent to complement what it is that i already have right because we're all not going to be a total package we all may, may wear many hats and the things that i do but guess what there is someone that is doing the exact same thing that i'm doing maybe a little bit better they may be a little bit further along than me but it does not negate from who i am and what i'm called to so i need to appreciate what i do bring to the table but also leave room for others to bring greater to the table and we just compliment we don't have to compete
0: that's good that's good
1: I feel the preacher coming out. I'm
0: just saying, there's few instances. I'm like, I feel of
1: My mind. I, I my feel my. it
0: coming. I feel it coming. I feel it coming. Mighty <laughs> God, we just waiting for that question. That's going we gonna on. talk. We're just gonna talk. we try to talk. <laughs> right. We talk, but it's, it's coming. Oh God. <laughs> so you know, we life will throw us many curveballs. It will throw yeah. us oppositions. It has. It will throw us ups. It will. Tr- throw us downs and sometimes the downs seem so much more than the ups can you think of a time that you you've gone through something that you thought it was going to take you out that maybe you've healed from or you're in a better place about that you would like to share especially that we're talking about women empowerment Um, this being International Women's Month for those who are struggling or just kind of going through life. I feel like the preacher is going to come out now, but hey, I could be wrong. Come on, share, (laughs) share something that for someone who's listening and it's three months, we've embarked on the third month and, you know, they're still trying to find their way. They're still trying to navigate through this year and the things that they struggle with in 2022 are still some of the things they're struggling with in 2023. Come on, Dr. DeShane, come on and I would preach.
1: Have to be, I would have to be reminded uh, that I don't have to travel too far <laughs> because in the pandemic, I faced a season of loneliness mm-hmm. that it seems as though I could not shake. Um, and it was a familiar place that uh, it was a reoccurrence for me Uh, at 16 I attempted suicide Um, yes and you know looking back you know I thought that that was something that I had overcome um, the suicidal thoughts that turned into attempts um, that caused depression and um, just lowliness and trying to figure things out. And I even went through some comparison, you know, you see others who are doing things, excelling and thriving. You see the things that others have that you may not have. And it, it cycled, um, into a place that led me to, you know, I became depressed about some things and definitely attempted suicide. Mm -hmm. Um, and that place that God delivered me from, um, I now understand that though I was delivered, he never said that the weapon wouldn't reform. He just Mm -hmm. always said that it wouldn't prosper. Yes. So the very thing that plagued me at 16, it turned around and came and tried to whisper my name again, just as in the pandemic. But thanks be unto God, at 16 when I attempted, I had the pills in my mouth in through my door comes my mother she never knew what was going on she never knew anything she literally walked in and started asking me questions and you know trying to have a conversation which forced me to speak and I had my mouth covered because now what do I do with these pills Mm -hmm. like she just in my room just talking How many know that even in your darkest hour, at your darkest time, God Mm. will wreck everything concerning you. When you have a call on your life, when you have a purpose and when you have been ordained and born for a particular thing, God will do what is necessary to protect what it is that he sent to earth. Come on, I just need somebody to understand that my mother was sent on assignment into my room that made me chalk up all the pills that I had swallowed. And for in many, many, many years, she still never knew what that oh, moment wow. was. She never knew. I ended up having to finish the conversation. You know, I had some pills in my mouth, some pills that had fallen out she may have thought was candy. I even had some residue on my tongue that I ended up having to go to the bathroom. And, you know, God just interrupted the intent of hell. Wow. And... That very spirit came back to haunt me again. You begin to whisper my name during the pandemic. So I, I would say, 21, 2021. In that place, I had experienced a great loss in my life. Um, grief turned into depression. Depression just seemed to be, you know, trying to weigh me down again. And though the thoughts were there but I know that it was a very familiar place that the enemy was trying to suck me back into because everything that I had ever casted out and laid hands on for someone else, it's like that same thing came back to get me. It Mm -hmm. wanted me because I had already snatched too many other souls out of hell. And I had the right, I had the right to do a thing because I had overcome it myself. So you, you tried to catch me at a vulnerable place and a moment, where you think that because you know pandemic shut down as a hairstylist there's nobody getting no hair done you know many people suffer different things businesses shut down i was in the middle of trying to reopen and relaunch a salon um so many happened before then but as my salon became finished here comes the announcement of the pandemic so baby you're not about to go back to work you got a beautiful fresh building and you're about to be still Mm. like the rest of the world so the stillness of time allowed the thoughts to become from whispers to screams and I literally had an interruption yet again a young lady that you know I had ministered to and given the word did not know the times that God was using her to give me some of the same words back so God will interrupt whatever it is that hell thought that he could do intend. He will wreck that he has sent that has a purpose. So I tell any woman the lowliness, the the uncomfortabilities, the insecurities, the you know the grief, the loss, whatever it may be that you could be experiencing. Just know that because you're experiencing that, there is a great call upon your life. It's a matter of finding out what is it that wants you to do. Because the enemy is not breaking in to steal anything that ain't got no value. That's Who right. Want? You need to break into an empty house. You have something that you have not yet tapped into. That's why the enemy is after you. Mm.
0: My God. Ooh, the preacher launched. <laughs> yeah, like, the preacher launched. God has a purpose. <laughs> My God. My that Lord. That is so- <laughs> And, you know, we we all got a story and that's what makes us so powerful and so amazing. And for some of us who are mothers and um, vision carriers, trailblazers, like there is such a powerful story that comes with all of our testimonies and um, what propels us to do what we do. So just to hear that background context, you know, oftentimes people real don't realize that the anointing costs we oh, yeah. we preach we prophesy we lay hands we do different things based on what we're called to do in the body but people don't realize that's why i never understand jealousy because i can't understand how can you be jealous of someone of someone when you don't know what they had to go through to get what they got and it's amazing hearing your story because god didn't allow the enemy to be successful because he knew that he needed you for such a time as this, and that he was going to use you for so many other people. The enemy comes really to kill, steal, and destroy, and that's his goal. Like, let me take you out, let me cancel what you carry, because taking you out is going to prevent several other people from getting. Oh yeah, hit. and yes, I can afford yes. to do that. Yeah. Wow. That is so amazing. So let's talk about how you got into hair. Because listen, let me tell you something. I do my own hair and I got into hair because the truth of the matter is when God was giving out good hair, I don't know where I was in the lines. So I just, you know, I think I was in the back and he almost forgot about me. And he was like, oh, I got a little something. something let me scrape up something and throw you a little, you know, so I am Yes, I learned how to do hair because I said, listen, if you ain't got this good, good hair, you better know how to help yourself. <laughs> That's really how it's, it's just, you know, and I like to have my hair done. So I feel like, listen, you cannot not have good hair and wanting to do your hair all the time. You better learn a trade or two. So I learned how to do my own hair as a result of just not getting the greatest grade of hair. Now, I know hairstylists is like, there's no such thing. No, there such thing. Okay, my hair is going to take 20 years to grow so (laughs) how did you get into you know doing hair the love for hair and makeup which is a beautiful ministry because as women let me tell you something you can't tell me nothing when I get my hair done okay I'm like yes yes what some big body transformative power listen (laughs) let me get my big body curls done with you know a little lay lay I'm good for the count but
1: yes what
0: made you get into doing hair
1: Actually, I was born into hair. My mother was a hairstylist, so I came up in the beauty salon Uh, Um, from a child. You know, I would catch a spanking because I would say maybe first grade or so, I would go to school with my hair one way and I would come back with, you know, a different style. So, yeah. I can. You're (laughs) You're one of them children, huh? Yeah, I was, I definitely was I will rearrange, redo undo, transform I love a makeover mm-hmm. I love to take something that is it's worst mm-hmm. and create it recreate it to be it's best I always have
0: that's I a whole word right there undo
1: now. It. yeah I, and, and I found you know years and years later that it was a transformative uh, gift that God had given me that I had perfected in the natural, but then I had to learn that it was the same gifting and in anointing he was using the spirit. So I came up in the beauty salon, definitely. Wow, that's yes, amazing. Yes, from a little one. Yes, ma'am. I love so it. I, I, I knew from little that that's to do, but mother um, never saw me choosing it as a career path. So she tried to kind of detour me and steer me in a different direction. And I tried for a moment, I kind of looked into nursing, and then I realized that blood was not, that was not what I was called to do. So we gonna go back to this comb over here because I can master that.
0: You know what's so crazy? My mom, she she, she, she would have definitely banked on it that I was gonna become a hairstylist. Like, when I was a kid, I was always doing hair. I was, yes, my mom really thought I was going to become a hairstylist. And funny enough, I segued into nursing as well because I wanted to become a doctor. And when I was a child, I was like, I want to become a baby doctor. I didn't know that it was called a pediatrician because I my love for kids, um, mm-hmm. my love for kids was like, I'm gonna have this was my this was my line. I'm gonna have three kids. I'm gonna get married. I'm gonna have three kids. I'm gonna be a baby doctor. This was me. I'll never forget where I was when I was saying it. But then I became really fond of hair. So I really my mom's like, she don't be a hairstylist, she really good. Cause when I pay attention, I really pay attention. So when we went to the hair salons, I'd be like, just watch and like just
1: mm-hmm. teach me.
0: So I grew up and it was like and I went to school for nursing, nursing assistant, because my whole goal was to segue into becoming a doctor. And God shifted and took me into event planning and fashion and my love for fashion. And I love to see people look good because I believe that as a woman, when you look good, you feel good. Yeah. And I because I'm all about feeling and I believe that that is part of you know, being a woman, it's we we do the most when we feel good. A wife, yeah, a, a a girlfriend, whoever, whatever posture or title, when you feel good, you can conquer the world. Like you can conquer the world when you feel good. So, I'm all about feeling good and looking good and self confidence and building confidence because a woman who's got confidence in herself and knows her self value and her worth, she can she can she can scale it's a, a wall. <laughs> oh my she's a threat. Oh my God you can't tell a woman nothing like it's it, it's it's an amazing thing. So funny enough our stories are so alike. I hope I ain't lost Dr. Deshane.
1: No, I'm here. okay I'm here. Awesome.
0: Can awesome. I can
1: awesome.
0: hear you. okay, fantastic yeah so it's just amazing just to see how our lives are are parallel to each other and that's why i often say to people that god is so intentional because when we connect with people it's funny how our life paths and our stories really intertwine in several ways that we don't even realize but it's amazing while i don't do hair professionally i've been a salon manager uh they're like you should do hair i'm like now I'll own the salon. At this point, my boss mentality is like, let me own the salon, how about that? I can own the right. salon. But we ain't doing hair at this point. So, um, for me I would I if I did anything, I think it would be because people keep saying that it's not my hair, it's just I don't know, what you put in your body and all of that stuff. I would get into products. Because oftentimes I think the products they showcase, they don't they don't show people with hair like myself. I'm like, sis, you knew your hair was going to grow. So I can't buy that product because I just did not feel like it was going to help me. So I would love to see products for people like myself who braided their hair and started developing some sort of alopecia in the front because the braid was too tight. And now it's like so hard to grow that spot. Um, just women who are like their hair growth it's, it's it's hard. We're doing rice water, we're doing all the waters
1: and ain't nothing mm-hmm. happening. So, I would love to see well, I believe that God has to breathe on a thing um, for it to produce. Okay, Lord, breathe yeah. on
0: my hair, please. Jesus. Well,
1: he can breathe on your hair, but he's breathed on a product that I'm creating. So, how about you just walk yourself into being uh, I'll send you a product. I love and it. Let- just take let's a, just be the guinea account. pig yeah let's just take account I've been the guinea pig already but it's good to see your product work on something so let's just build the story from there you walk right into it so
0: my god on today yes ma'am oh
1: my god y'all what did that's I the part into? that I love about oh, done um And and going from just being a hairstylist, hairstylist, hairstylist and liking what I do to loving what I do, I ended up moving myself into the space of, you know, hair loss and creating systems wigs. Um, I cut but my love is for the woman who needs the hair, not the woman who wants the hair. So I love to be able to sit a woman down in my chair and the hair appointment go from an appointment to an appointment of destiny purpose ministry because you literally give a woman her confidence back. She can leave my place with a totally different attitude than what she came in with. That right there, that's life changing for me. That is the day well spent one client and I'm good. So that, I moved from hairstyling into really being a, a healer in a sense. Um, mm. That God would use my hands to divinely heal, to encourage, to create a space that a woman can actually come in, she can derobe herself, and can she can leave adorned and uplifted and different. That's what I love about my job. I could care less about, you know, the rest. I've done it for years, but the latter part of my career, that has been my love to be able to see a woman, her self esteem completely transformed and renewed. an mm. accomplished.
0: That's, That's what I love. I love it. Well, listen, I'm here for the guinea pig journey. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready, y'all. Okay Stay tuned for the transformation. Now, I'm not ready to, to share the pictures now. because
1: No, we, I have more than one person that I'll be using, and there'll be a heart over your face. So we use the pictures so people can actually see that it really works on real right. life people and the testimonies, but we're not about uncovering the No, if my hair grows things.
0: and it's long to my shoulders, then I'd be like, listen, I had no hair, but look <laughs> at it now. But, you know, if I just... <laughs> you no. want to this yeah we're,
1: we're gonna start with the hearts over your face you won't be able to see it's all love no we won't be exposing anyone we're just gonna cover you
0: okay I need to be covered anyways yes. so <laughs> we are at our time but what does Dr. DeShane have coming up how can we support you how can we follow you how can we find you this new product what, what 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 are all the things you got coming up that our audience can support and check out
1: i have a few things that will be coming of um coming out and be launching uh the product will be launching spring you can follow me uh okay. you said that <laughs> we're gonna see soon come on is Jesus. what i'll say
0: spring spring. <laughs> spring, forth, Lord. spring forth okay
1: okay okay <laughs> so we're gonna have the product uh that will be launching soon Miss Simone said- spring so guys spring it on spring it on it's yes um I also will be writing a book with some of my testimony um I'm a, I'm a purity preacher and a pusher for um ladies holding themselves until marriage so I have a book coming out about that mm-hmm. um I'm sorry.
0: No, I said that's awesome. That's nice. I love it.
1: Okay. And um basically, you can, I'll be around ministering, however God may lead um, the things that are coming up and just kind of promoting the book and creating a community. So keep the eyes out for right now. You can follow my Instagram um, at One Glamour Girl and at the Glam Sanctuary. Damn. You can follow those two platforms for different announcements and things that will be coming up. And, of course, I will be at Dear Future Wife, Dear Future Husband in Dallas on the 25th. We will be out there, and we'll be looking to see what God is going to do at this event, because it's going to be big. (laughs) It's going to be
0: big, because they do it big in Texas. Amen.
1: Everything is bigger in Texas. Yes, that's what they tell us.
0: <laughs> right. So we're about to find out ourselves.
1: Thank you yes, so thank very you.
0: much, Dr. Deshane, for chopping it up with me. Our conversation was absolutely amazing. um Thank, thank you. So thank you for your support.